Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Hey everybody, this is another edition of Kurt Schlichter's Fighting Words, the amazing Hugh Hewitt kind of affiliated podcast. That asks the question, can Kurt Schlichter do a podcast while he's driving? And the answer is hell yeah. Here I am. Let's do this thing. Okay. Election. Where do we stand? Where are we going? What's going on? Well, let me tell you. Because I have all the answers. Okay, actually, I have none of the answers. But I do have some perspective. Uh, here's the thing. I, I Look, I still think Donald Trump's going to win. Uh, and I still think the only evidence I have of a Biden victory is, or a potential victory, is the fact that the polls somewhat, and I emphasize somewhat, favor Joe Biden. But they don't all favor Joe Biden. Boy, what are we seeing today? I'm seeing all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm seeing uh, polls tighten extensively. I'm seeing like uh, Trump in like a two-point race with Biden nationally. Uh, that's, uh, I, I forget which one. IDP poll. Um, or IDB or IBB or IPC ABC. One, two, three. It's as easy as one, two, three. See, I, it's my Jackson's thing. Uh, look, I'm seeing a, a, a poll having like 46 to 48. What does a 46 to 48 poll mean? Well, got to wash my glasses here as we drive. Uh, what does that mean? Well, that means, uh, to me, that means uh, a Trump victory. Because you're going to rack up amazing numbers of uh, stupid people voting in California and New York that's going to give Joe Biden uh, an artificial edge. So if you take out like the point three, uh, uh, the three points that you talk about for California and about the two to three points you talk about from New York, well, that's five points. That means, you know, Trump's got to be up over the rest of the country if you take out California and New York. See, this is this is my kind of not even writing it on the back of an envelope map. But, uh, again, any any race where Trump is, like, within two points is probably going to mean a Trump victory. Just because California and New York skew it on the popular vote, which doesn't exist. Um, and then you see other polls... And I saw one today, and it was like, ah, Biden's ahead in Ohio. And I'm thinking, eh, you know, if, 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 no, no, I'm not seeing that. It just doesn't make sense to me. And, of course, I look at the amazing uh, excitement out there for Donald Trump that you're seeing uh, with the rallies and things. And, and Hugh kind of... Uh, uh, this week has been getting that, you know, vibe. He was having uh, folks today on today, which is Wednesday the, uh, what the hell is this? It's 22nd. 
Wednesday the 22nd, um, he had uh, folks who had never voted uh, for Trump before on, and uh, most of them were people who didn't vote for Trump last time, but they're sure as heck going to. And he had one nice lady who was at the rally in Pennsylvania, and it was just electric, just excitement. Donald Trump is just, you know, hitting on all cylinders now. He's back. The virus has been vanquished. He is rocking. He is rolling. He is both rocking and rolling. So you've got both of those uh, things working in his favor. And again, I I see no evidence. Okay, I'm like driving in Los Angeles now. I just passed a sign. It's my favorite sign ever. It says Joe Biden 2020 uh, acceptable under the circumstances. Okay, no excitement. Acceptable under the circumstances. Talk about damning with faint praise. Yeah, Biden, yeah, I guess. Now, I think we've got, uh, uh, you know, probably the biggest item of under news ever out there, which is the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, and when I say under news, that's news that people know about, but the mainstream media won't talk about it. And of course, the mainstream media has completely disgraced itself with this uh horrible, horrible thing about this uh, uh, laptop, which uh, appears, you know, appears by all evidence to be a thing, okay? There's, no one has provided any kind of substantial admissible evidence that it's not true. There is substantial admissible evidence that is true. I had to, I had to teach, uh, uh, some alleged professor from Washington, D.C. He's like, there's no... Well, let's turn around. There's no evidence that this is valid. And I'm like, okay, evidence is anything that proves or tends to prove the matter at issue. In fact, we do have evidence. We have the testimony of the guy at the computer store who said, Hunter Bryden brought this in. And we have a email from his lawyer saying, give me back this thing. And, of course, we have the thing itself. And, of course, we know that Hunter Biden has been dealing with other countries. Um, so we, we do it. Now, now, you can say, well, I don't believe the evidence. Well, that's a different issue. If you don't believe the evidence, that's an entirely different issue than there is no evidence. Remember, when I say evidence, and I'm going to be a lawyer here, when I say evidence or facts in a legal sense, doesn't mean they're necessarily true. That's why we'll say, oh, well, the true facts are. Well, what other kind of facts are there? Well, in a legal sense, the facts are things allegedly shown by the evidence. But you don't have to believe the evidence. So there is evidence. Now, there is no evidence to the contrary. Well, other people are saying our people are not offering evidence. They're offering speculation. Speculation is not evidence. Speculation, well, it could be Russian disinformation. And again, I love that, you know, about 35 years too late, uh, the same people who were sucking up to the Soviets during the Cold War by supporting the nuclear freeze have finally decided the Russians are bad. And I don't want to, you know, I, I want to encourage them in their growth, right? Where they're now, you know, uh, actually treating the uh, nefarious uh, Rushkis as they should be treated, finally, instead of siding against America. Well, sort of siding against. Yeah, sort of not siding against America. I mean, like, come on. 
Um, I want to encourage that, but let's face it, speculate. Well, it could be disinformation. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess, in theory. And if you have some, here we come, evidence of that, that I'd like to see it. But could have been, it's not evidence. What do you do if somebody gets on a Well, in fact, the red light could have been green. Correct? Your Honor, objection calls for speculation. The witness here knows the light was red or the light was green. You know, objection sustained. Next question, counsel. So, This is under news because, of course, the mainstream media is not reporting it. But it's kind of, everybody's kind of conscious of it. And it's getting out there. All right. The Washington Post has picked it up. Fox News picked it up. Uh, Newsmax, which famously had Giuliani on uh, yesterday. And Giuliani saying all sorts of kind of uh, stuff about what's on. And, uh, you know, we, we, we've all heard it. And I think that's going to have an influence. I think people are going to be like, nee. now, unfortunately, we have trans, uh, we have transformed election day into election period, and people are voting, and uh, we know who's voting in large part. There's a barcode on the uh, outside of your thing. Now I voted absentee, so did my whole family. I dropped it in a little mailbox. And once I get to the office, I will probably check and see if it's been counted. How do they know if it's counted, if it's a secret ballot? Because the envelope isn't secret. There's a barcode on it. Barcode will say, Kurt Schlichter's vote, and it'll, it knows I'm a registered Republican and uh, registered as awesome. And um, uh, it will, you know, it won't say what I vote, but you know how many Democrats vote, you know how many Republicans vote. And we have a decent idea of how many Democrats or Republicans will uh, uh, actually vote for the uh, candidate. Or do we? Now, we know mo almost all Republicans are going to vote for Trump. Yes, there are some never-Trumpers. And Scott Rasmussen said yesterday, oh, well, a never-Trump vote, 4%. If that was going for Trump, you know, he'd be ahead. Well, there's always crossover. I'd rather be Trump on the crossover because Trump's getting a lot of Democrats. Look at the numbers from the people who sign up for the rallies. And you got a bunch of people who have never voted, and you got a bunch of people who are actively Democrat. You don't see a bunch of Republicans, except for maybe freaking Bill Kristol and, you know, Jeff Flake, uh, voting for Joe Biden. Actually, I don't think anybody votes for Joe Biden. I think you vote for Kamala Harris or against Trump. And Joe Biden's just a conduit to your preferred result. But in any case, we know who's voting. Uh, we know that Democrats have been encouraged to vote ahead, and they're doing it. Uh, and we know that Republicans are taking their time. I only voted yesterday. I only voted on the, what, 22nd, 23rd? Um, no, 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 20th, 21st. I think I voted Monday. And um, why? I didn't feel in any hurry. I had my ballot. My ballot was sitting there by my, uh, by my little workstation for a while. And I was like, eh, I kind of want to do it, but I'll get around to it. I didn't feel any necessity. And my wife didn't feel any huge necessity to do it early. Uh, and I always vote absentee. Uh, you can do that in California. 
And uh, my parents, they always vote absentee because, you know, they're older and they like to they like to vote absentee. And they weren't in any hurry. They're like, okay, we'll, we'll get done. Uh, but there are a lot. The, the, the experience I have is the conservatives, a lot of them, though, do want to go vote in person. They are waiting till later. And the numbers seem to be showing it. Uh, Democrats are being encouraged to vote early. Democrats are banking those votes, which is... Look, I don't think it's a bad strategy, you know, if there's like a, you know, if it's slightly cold or windy, Democrats tend not to, you know, often will not vote on election day. Republicans tend to crawl over broken glass to vote, and I think they will for Trump. Um, but uh, uh, the the numbers show Democrats ahead, but Republicans are making surprising progress, including in Nevada, according to John Ralston, who is a, uh, a, a famous Nevada guy. So what do we know? Well, we know the polls are mixed. They've definitely tightened. We, we know that. We know some of the polls don't make sense. I don't see, uh, you know, I, 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 I frankly find it bizarre that Trump could be one or two points behind in Ohio, one or two points behind in Iowa. I just don't, I'm not seeing that. Um, the enthusiasm level for Trump is off the charts. Um, there are some surprises in voting, which means Republicans taking a lead early. That That is always a surprise. We always expect the Democrats to take the early lead. Um, and I think, and, and I know anecdotally Republicans are tending to wait. There are a lot of people going, I'm going to vote in person on election day. I don't trust nobody. Okay. So where do we stand? I think we stand in good stead. I think... You know, if we had a real news media, this wouldn't be a contest. If we had a real news media, they'd be saying, why hasn't uh, Joe Biden come out and comment on the massive corruption scandal that's erupted uh, beneath the surface because we're, we in the news media are hiding the laptop story? Why, why, why? But that's not where we are. We are where we are. And I think we're going to be okay. Could be wrong. Hope I'm not. But among the uh, among the conservative intellectuals that I hang out, it is not unanimous. Uh, but the vast majority are are very optimistic about what's going to happen on November third. So stay tuned, and of course, get out there and vote, and uh, get with Hugh Hewitt, and uh, join his campaign. To get others to go out and vote. You just go to the Hugh Hewitt website. It's all there. All there for you. You got to do your thing. This ain't going to win itself. So go out and win it. Hey, I'm Kurt Schlichter. That's our fighting words for today. I hope you enjoy driving to work with me. Um, I enjoyed talking to you. Stick around. I want you to follow me on Twitter at Kurt Schlichter. Follow me at CloudHub which is kind of a new thing, at Kurt Schlichter, and there'll be interesting stuff going on over there eventually. Check out my columns in townhall.com and uh, be on the lookout for my new book, Crisis, the fifth Kelly Turnbull action-packed novel of conservative, conservative adventure. That's twice as conservative as other books. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm getting it done. It'll be out in November. You'll want to check it out. Check out the four novels that precede it. It's a lot of fun. So I will talk to you soon.
on the next edition of Kirchlicker's Fighting Words. Adios.